The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain, apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. From the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The Gospel of the Lord. No child should ever be sacrificed, even to God. And yet, in our culture today, children are repeatedly sacrificed. Children are gunned down at their schools. Children who came here with their parents through no volition of their own, through no choice of their own, are being threatened in the thousands with deportation. Every year in this country, about 700,000 children are sacrificed by abortion. Throughout the world, increasingly, more young women are being sacrificed into sexual slavery. No child should ever be sacrificed. And yet, when these things happen in our culture, what is our response? We tend to yell past each other. My position is right, your position is wrong, there's no in-between, either you change or that's it. We tend to simply entrench, to dig into what we hold and to just blame everything on the other person. And yet, what does God say to us today? Don't entrench in your interests. Climb the high mountain. And don't just bring those things that you're struggling with. Don't just bring those little things with you. Bring the things with you up this mountain that you hold most dear. Your children. Your livelihood. Everything that you hold dear. Bring it to me. And what happens? 
When Abraham does not withhold the child that he had longed to have with his wife for his entire life. When he offers to the Lord that which is most sacred and most dear to him, what does the Lord do? Blesses him beyond measure. When we climb the mountain and we hold nothing back from the Lord, as Jesus does in the gospel, he reveals himself in his fullness to us. He shows us something that is, as the gospel tells us, that is terrifying, that is mysterious, and yet is beautiful and sings out in our entire lives. Because we climb the mountain to see the Lord, and then we descend the mountain to go out with the Lord into the world. To recognize that it's not my ideologies, it's not all of those things that I hold dear, but it is Christ Jesus himself that this world needs. It is Christ Jesus himself that I most desperately need. Because unless I change, the world does not and cannot change. Unless I'm open to climbing the mountain every day and offering everything I have to the Lord, the world around me isn't going to change because I'm withholding from God in some way, shape, or form. And so this is the beauty of Lent, is that the Lord shows us in this, in this spiritual time of renewal what it means every day to climb the mountain. Every day we climb the mountain in prayer. We offer our hearts, we offer our loves and our our sufferings to the Lord. Every day we climb the mountain in Lent by fasting, by sacrificing something small or big, and we offer that to the Lord, and the Lord comes to us. Every day we offer ourselves and climb the mountain to the Lord in almsgiving during Lent, We sacrifice something from what we have for those who have not. And in all of these things, the Lord shows us his face. The Lord sends us down the mountain, not more sure in myself or in my beliefs, but in the crucified one, in the one who lives after death. And I want to share with you one of, who I think is one of the great examples of what it means to climb the mountain of the Lord each and every day in especially tumultuous times and times of turmoil. And that is Pope St. John the 23rd. Now, many of you, if you've heard of him at all, will remember that St. John the 23rd called the Second Vatican Council. And that's almost singularly what he's remembered for. But he has a lot to offer us from his papacy, but also from his very life. He was known when he was Pope at the end of every day to go into the chapel in the papal apartments, to kneel down before the Lord, and to offer to the Lord everything that was weighing down upon him. He was known to say at the end of the day, Well, Lord, it's your church. Good night. This is what we're all called to do is all of those things, good, bad, otherwise, to offer them to the Lord, to let Him be the one who teaches, to let Him be the one who speaks, to let Him who went to the cross carry those for us and show us the way. And what is that way? 
In two of his encyclicals, Pope John XXIII shows us the way we should interact with our culture, the way we are called to be as Christians who climb the mountain and come down every day. And the first one is from his encyclical from 1961, Mater et Magistra, Mother and Teacher. And what does he say to us? That when we are confronted with something difficult, when we are confronted with something we don't quite understand, a social problem or an iniquity, we should see, we should judge, and we should act. All too often we jump into the act part. We see something wrong and we just dive in there. But we not necessarily see it for what it truly is. We need to understand. We need to look at it from every angle. We need to judge it in relationship to the truth. And then, when we act, we act from a place of strength in Christ Jesus, not from emotional anger or not from some misheld notion. And then in 1963, in his encyclical Pacem and Terra, Peace on Earth, Pope John shares with us this beautiful image, or this beautiful recognition in our Catholic social teaching that for every right that we hold, there is a corresponding responsibility. That if we have a a right to liberty, to life, and all of those beautiful and wonderful things, there's also a responsibility on our part to hold these things, to serve those who may not have them. To work to an act so that everyone can have that right and have it to the fullest. It's just not about me, it's about all of us. When we are able to do this, like St. John the 23rd, to offer our hearts, our struggles, and our difficulties each and every day to the Lord in prayer, when we can see, judge, and act, and when we can recognize that in our world, for every right we have and claim to have, there is a corresponding duty and responsibility to our brothers and sisters, then we can sing like St. Paul in that second reading. If Christ is for us, who can be against us? If Christ dwells in my heart, who is against us? If I give everything to him, if I offer him everything, no child, will be sacrificed. Every child will have the gift of life. Every child will have freedom and all of the responsibilities and rights that I have. Every child will live in a world of peace if I but climb that mountain and give my heart to God.